From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday the 12th of December 2022. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the accusations of corruption within the EU Parliament. There are more things happening around the world right now though, so we'll also run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, Scarlett and Jack discuss some interesting gaming news. But first, why is the EU Parliament being accused of corruption? Over the weekend, a scandal exploded in Brussels involving a member of the European Parliament, a Gulf state, bags of cash and serious accusations of corruption. On Friday, police in Belgium carried out 16 raids across the capital, Brussels, where the organs of the European Union are located. Computers, phones and €600,000 in cash were seized and six people were taken into custody, including a member of the European Parliament. Investigators said they suspected a Gulf state of trying to influence the economic and political decisions of the European Parliament. While they did not specify which Gulf state, multiple news outlets have reported it to be Qatar. Qatar has denied the accusations as baseless and gravely misinformed. Then on Sunday, it was revealed that four of the six arrested had been charged with participation in a criminal organisation, money laundering and corruption. Among these four is reportedly Eva Kali, a Greek member of the European Parliament who is a part of the Socialist and Democrats group. Carly is not just an MEP, she's one of the European Parliament's 14 vice presidents and has the Middle East as one of her responsibilities. Belgian investigators are said to have found bags of cash in her home and also detained her partner, Francesco Giorgi, who is an advisor on the Middle East and North Africa in the European Parliament. Giorgi is the founder of an NGO called Fight Impunity, which appears to be central in the case. The organisation's president, former MEP Pierre-Antonio Panzeri, has also been charged. Following the news, Eva Carli was suspended from her role as vice president, suspended from the Socialist and Democrats group, and also from the centre-left PASOK party in Greece. Carli has been one of Qatar's more vocal defenders in the European Parliament. She recently called the country a frontrunner in labour rights after a meeting with Qatar's labour minister, amid widespread concerns about working conditions in the World Cup host country. Investigators are looking into whether Qatar has acted in a way that goes beyond classic lobbying. In particular, by paying substantial amounts of money or offering large gifts to third parties with an important political strategic position in the European Parliament. The European Commission's economy chief, Paolo Gentiloni, said it was shameful and intolerable, adding that, if things were confirmed, it will really be one of the most dramatic stories of corruption in recent years. European watchdogs, other members of the Parliament and EU officials have reacted with outrage, suggesting that the opening of the EU Parliament's last plenary session of the year is set to be a heated one. MEPs had been set to vote this week on extending visa-free EU travel for a few new countries, including Qatar, though some MEPs have said the debate and vote should be postponed. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. While news about the war in Ukraine has slowed somewhat in the last few months, it'd be unfair to suggest that the war is winding down. Only today we've seen Russian forces pound southern Ukraine with more missiles. 
According to Ukraine's general staff, the Russians have hit four settlements in the eastern Donetsk region and eight settlements in the Luhansk region. In addition to this, the Russians continue to strike Bakhmut and Lyman. These renewed acts of aggression by Russian forces come amidst worsening conditions for the people of Ukraine. Millions of people across the country are still without power, which is particularly difficult right now considering the new wintry sub-zero conditions. It appears that Putin may be trying to use worsening weather conditions to his advantage. On Saturday, it was reported that Iranian-made drones hit energy infrastructure in Odessa. For their part, Ukrainian authorities are desperately trying to repair the damage done to energy infrastructure. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. The US midterm elections and the associated political fallout has dominated US news since it took place in early November. The battle for control of the Senate has been particularly drawn out because, firstly, it was so close, and secondly, because one of the key seats, Georgia, went to a drawn-out runoff election which only concluded in early December. Ultimately, following the result in Georgia, the Democrats held the Senate, increasing their number of seats from 50 to 51. Today, it seems this has been reduced back to 50, following news that Senator Kristen Sinema has signalled her intent to leave the Democrats only four years after being elected. She's argued that she will fight what she calls the broken partisan system. As such, Sinema will sit as an independent. Ultimately, the Democrats still maintain control of the Senate, because if there's ever a tie in the 100-seat chamber, the Democrat Vice President Kamala Harris has the casting vote. Despite being NATO allies, Greece and Turkey have long-running tense relations that appear to have soured even further over the weekend, with Turkey's President Erdogan saying on Sunday that Turkish missiles can reach the Greek capital. Turkey has for some time accused Greece of building up its military on the Greek Aegean islands and, as such, has stepped up its rhetoric in recent months. On Sunday, President Erdogan celebrated the development of a new Turkish-made Typhoon missile and said in a speech, Now we have started to make our own missiles. Of course, this production scares the Greeks. When you say Typhoon, the Greeks get scared and say it will hit Athens. Well, of course it will. Erdogan went on to say, if you don't stay calm, if you try to send weapons you got from the US to the islands, a country like Turkey will not be a bystander. It has to do something. In the final uplifting story today, we have a look at a breakthrough in the technology to produce clean power. It's been reported today that scientists at the Lawrence Livermore National Library in California have achieved a net energy gain from an experiment with nuclear fusion in the last two weeks. While power has been generated using nuclear fusion in the past, the reaction has always taken more energy than it is produced. If future experiments continue to prove successful, nuclear fusion could give us a way to produce electricity without emitting any carbon or any long-lived radioactive waste. It should be noted, though, that while today's news of a successful reaction is good, the prospects of nuclear fusion power stations are still decades away. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our CEO discuss the new batch of Mario Kart tracks with a TLDR editor... Get right? good, gamers. Yeah. I know where we're going now. I don't want to call regular Bowser wet Bowser from now on, but I think I'm going to think of him as you're gonna have wet to. Bowser. Yeah. Then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Now might be the time to do it, as there's an offer which gets you a year of membership for less than $1 a month. 
That's huge because Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. They also get access to a ton of other exclusive ad-free TLDR content, as well as videos from all your favourite creators. The good news is, like I mentioned, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers you some of the world's best documentaries, is offering an incredible deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $12 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR content on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than a dollar a month, a deal which doesn't last long, and support the channel.